The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Hello everyone, good morning and uh, welcome to the, the mile rate as we have a look back at uh, the Knights Racing at Mildura. It was Cup Night, it was the last of the Country Cups uh, for the uh, the season and it was a terrific finale for the uh, the Country Cups. Rob Orba joins me this morning as he does every Sunday morning on the mile rate. How are you this morning Rob? Well, I'm very well Danny, I'm probably the one that's uh, feeling nice and refreshed. Uh, how are you feeling more importantly? Because you've been there for a couple of days, you've worked very hard, you've probably, uh, did you? I, I don't even know if you had time to have a dip in the pool with uh, the, the 25 degrees up at Mildura. <laughs> Oh, well, I've got a pool at home, so it doesn't stop me even when it's about 10 degrees. So, no, all, all good there, but I might need to freshen up soon, Rob. No, terrific action uh, at Mildura, the three uh, nights of the Cup Carnival, and we had some uh, terrific racing uh, last night, as you would well expect, Rob. Yeah, fantastic night. Uh, it was fantastic to see... Uh uh, Phoenix Prince take out the cup. I mean, this horse uh, had been off the scene for quite a while, hadn't he, Dan? Uh, I think he started uh, and resumed back his racing career uh, going into the Bendigo Cup, which was this year on the 8th of January. But prior to that, he'd been off the scene for two years. So uh, Emma Stewart and Clayton Tonkin have done a great job to get the horse firstly back to the races after such a long layoff. And, you know, he went around in the Bendigo Cup. Uh, he went around in the Hunter Cup. He finished down the track in both of those runs. And then he had a string of placings in the Country Cups, runner-up in the Turan Cup, runner-up in the Horsham Cup, runner-up in the Charlton Cup, third in the Echuca Cup, and finally uh, he uh, got rewarded with a, a win in the heat and then taking out last night's Tasco Mildura Pacing Cup. It was a great win. It certainly was a great win. It was a dominant win. The official margin was 12 metres. And this is the way Phoenix Prince, trained by Emma Stewart and driven by Jody Quinlan, took out the 2022 Tasco Petroleum Mildura Pacing Cup. Third quarter, 28.5. Phoenix Prince, the one to beat in the cup. By four metres, our millionaire. Five metres, bulletproof boy. Two metres, Kaki Nui. Running on Boots Electric. Phoenix Prince gives them the slip at the top of the straight at the 150. Eight metres in front, our millionaire's coming again, but Phoenix Prince is clear from our millionaire. Phoenix Prince, he's had two years away from the races. He's been going so consistently, and he's back, and he's the winner of the Mildura Cup. Phoenix Prince has won it by 10 metres to our millionaire. Four metres, bulletproof boy, third at the... He's a super old horse. Um, hats off to Emmer and Clayton. Like he's had more injuries than me, and he's come back um, and better than ever. I think he's as good as he's ever been. Well, apart from uh, well, Tuesday, I should say, we hadn't seen him lead in a very long period of time. You think of him, he's got that big, long, sustained sprint from the back of the field. He, he's won so many country cups, Cranbourne, uh, Geelong, and Shepherd, and other ones that come to mind. But he can do it every which way, can't he? He's so strong, and he loves a long trip. Yeah, that's exactly right. When he's right, Jace, he can sprint, he can do it a bit tough and he's fast out the gate. He's sort of got everything. Um, Clayton and Emma have, have looked after him and stipulated that driving him this time back and we've looked after him. He's always drawn out the back and he really deserved to win a cup because a couple of his cup runs were fantastic. 
And a terrific drive too, Rob, from Jody Quinlan on uh, on Phoenix Prince. Um, the horse has been, uh, well, a top-line horse for a couple of years, even prior to uh, his injury, and he was, as you mentioned, out for for two years. But earlier on in his career, he uh, he didn't seem to be able to do it at both ends. He was either quick at the start of the race and then struggled to run out the, the longer trips, um, or he was very effective, driven as a sit sprinter in the longer-distance races. But, but now, as it turns out he can actually do it at both ends oh no doubt about that he's uh you know he's an eight-year-old now i mean the wind last night took his prize money over the three hundred thousand. so he's done a very good job over uh, his whole career and as you mentioned he was always that high speed horse in particular early uh, in his career he used to fly the gate or uh, as we saw uh, as the racing went on he could come from behind but he let down with one massive run and now as you said, he's got uh, you know, eight years of age. He can do it at both ends, and look, he's been terrific. Our millionaire, I thought he's another horse that's just improved so much. I mean, he's had a fantastic season. He was very brave, chasing uh, Phoenix Prince home into second spot. Uh, bulletproof boy, you just got to love him. I mean, he drew the, the second row. They all drew the second row. They all got into the race nice and early, uh, where we saw Mailman leading in the race, and these horses from the second row decided to press forward to get up there near the lead, and Bulletproof boy found the lead and then handed up to take the trail. And Look, he was given every chance, but he was just no match for Phoenix Prince. He finished third. Terrific run. Well done to Scotty Ewan, who also had another winner on the card. Uh, Boots Electric, yeah, he made a little bit of a bubble at the start. Probably didn't help his core because I think he was trying to go forward as well at the start. And, uh, look, he, he did a good job into fourth placing. And Karkinui, who is well-placed but just couldn't finish off and uh, sort of broke under pressure in the straight. But very good win to Phoenix Prince. As I said, he's taken his prize money to over 300000 He went a mile rate of 156.7, 72.4 lead time. It was 29.9, 29.4, 28.5 and home in 28.4. Rob, race four for the uh, three-year-olds was the uh, Tenkar Dental Mildura Guineas, and this was a brilliant performance and a terrific drive. Nathan Jack on Pars Guarantee. Third quarter in 28. It's Pars Guarantee. Yet to be asked for the effort. Now the effort is asked and leads five metres victory, George. Eight metres away, relentless me battling. Mr. Truth has got past her. Pars Guarantee. Victory, George, to the outside. Mr. Truth running on, then relentless me. It's Pars Guarantee in front, though. A great win from the front in the guineas. And Pars Guarantee and Nathan Jack win it by three metres victory, George, and four and a half metres relentless me against the... Well, that's right. It just makes it mathematically impossible, as we keep saying on these tight tracks. But... Um, that's the best spot to have, one, one of your main dangers there. I couldn't tell the difference between the two Mark Thompson horses. I don't know whether you were supposed to be on the one that was better or the other one. I, I, they're pretty similar, but I'll tell you what, that horse has always shown a lot of ability and went really good tonight. Even though you did get a very cheap run in front, it's one pretty comfortable. Yeah, that's right. You know, I think had he had run up outside him at the 400, he, he would have sort of run pretty pretty solid last quarter instead of getting tired late. But, um, yeah, you know, he, he had a good trip early, but wasn't the plan to come out the gate like that. But he just warmed up pretty strong and travelled strong in the score up. So he sort of showed caution to the wind. And that was Nathan Jack, the winning driver, speaking with Jason Bonington on Trot's Vision after Pars Guarantee took out uh, the Guineas, was able to work to the lead, and, and Nathan, um, he, he just summed up the race uh, perfectly uh, in front. He, he, he dashed down the back in, the, in a 28.1, and uh, Relentless Me was caught without cover, and obviously it was the short prize favourite. And she, as good as and brave as she was, she never looked like she was going to win the race. 
No, look, we, we, we spoke about this horse on Thursday night on Trot's Vision, Danny, and look, he's a really nice horse. He, he's underrated. Uh, he's a three-year-old. He's a homebred. I mean, he's by Guaranteed, who was a fantastic uh, race horse. He's now gone on to be a sire and to, to leave a, a Mildura Guineas winner. is a, a terrific uh, performance for, for Guaranteed as a sire, in particular for our local breed. Um, very well bred, out of Dying Secret. Comes from a great family, out of Live or Die. And uh, Mark Thompson, uh, who's no stranger, of having some great horses over the years. Uh, he's done a really good job. He had the two um, well, two of the three main chances in the racing, Powers Guaranteed and also Mr. Truth, but Powers Guaranteed, beautifully driven by Nathan Jack. He was able to get him out of the gate. He found the lead and he controlled the race uh, from that point, defeating Victory George, Relentless Me, uh, third the favourite, Drew the second row, had to get outside the leader, but the tempo uh, really gave it no hope to running down pass guarantee. Mr. True finished fourth, and uh, the mile rate there was 159.6. They went 43-1 lead time, very slow, 32-8 that first quarter. So it really just developed into a sprint home. It was well controlled in the lead by pass guaranteed. 29-2 the second quarter, 28-1 the third, and 29-6 the last quarter. But pass guarantee, he would be winning many races. He's a lovely horse. Rob race five on the card. It was the Euston Club Pace uh, final, and it was good time, Matty, trained by a uh, local trainer and young trainer, Lachlan Prothero, and driven by, well, I suppose veteran. No one likes to be called veteran, but Neil McKellen uh, has been around for a while, and uh, he's certainly most experienced. And, and in front, we talk about drivers that are nearly impossible to run down. Neil McCallum is exactly that. He was able to dictate on good time, Matty, all the way in race five. Off the back, third quarter in 28.6. Still, it's the ever consistent good time. Matty and Nectar Daggy Lamb King Solomon behind the Byler boy gets out, then change over girl. Good time, Matty. The outside Daggy Lamb King Solomon can't get out. Good time, Matty in front from Daggy Lamb King Solomon. No luck. Good time, Matty for the locals goes to the line. Good time, Matty has won the Houston Club final by a Nectar Daggy Lamb. King Solomon never got out. No luck in third place. Yeah, just got a nice. Um... We said we should probably be better for the final, but she just pulled a bit hard the other night, so we actually changed bits and put a tongue bit on her just to, just to give me a bit more breather in front because if she pulled that hard, I would have had to let her roll again more. Would have might have maybe brought her undone, you know, so she, she's done a good job. She's backed up twice in the week, won both, you know, and it's pretty hard to do. Certainly is, and that was uh, Neil McKellum after his drive. Uh, Rob, on good time, Matty. A very good performance. Uh, well done to uh, Lachlan Prothero, who uh, prepared Good Time Matty, who's uh, been knocking on a door of late, and then she won the other day, and, and she was well-rated. She found the lead pretty comfortably. She's by sports rider out of Married to the Mob and just controlled the race. It wasn't run at a fast tempo. Daggy Lamb had to do some work to try to run down Good Time Matty, found it a bit hard from the second row. King Solomon was climbing over their backs in third spot. Biola Boy wasn't far away from Be a Good Scout. They win a mile rate of 2 minutes, point two. That lead time was 42.9, uh, 32.3 that first quarter. So once again, it was run at a pretty slow tempo early, 31 the second quarter. And it just developed into a sprint home, 28.6 and 28.8. And good time, Maddie recorded uh, another win for uh, her career. I mean, she wasn't uh, uh, a dear horse, uh, and she's done a really good job now. That was her uh, second win for the season, and bringing her lifetime wins to five. Robbie, race six was the tender print Australia 2020 Cup final. It was a pretty good field. Gee, the winner was impressive. Accelerate going uh, the uh, going all the way with Alex Ashwood. 
27.4 the third quarter. Fair to say he accelerated down the back. Axelair, three metres in front of Art of Shengli, then Malibu Jack. Gobs back runs on. A treacherous one too many. Pocket the deal, nowhere to go. Thomas Heights next up the pegs. Axelair, though, has raced away now. Malibu Jack down the outside. Art of Shengli, one too many. No luck against the pegs, but Axelair, a brilliant winner. What a nice horse. Cruises in eight metres. Malibu Jack second ahead in front of Art of Shengli in the lap. <laughs> He's a nice horse going forward. Um, he'll probably go for a spell now and have a couple of weeks off and probably have a light campaign next time he comes in and probably get ready for the Country Cups next year. So that's what you think in Country Cups? Because, you, you, I mean, you mentioned him in the same breath as Tay-Tay the other day and we were all a bit shook by that. But I'll tell you what was most interesting. I don't know what it felt like in a cart, but that 27-4 third quarter, it didn't look like you were going. It looked like he just travelled so well. And he was doing it in his second kid too. Like, he probably would have got only 27-4 again if I shook him up at the 400 and... He's got a big motor and he just runs speed really easy, so um, just can't wait to get him over the short. And at Melton, he'll probably go 50 51 and yeah, catch me if you can. Alex Ashwood, the uh, trainer driver, he had multiple success on the night, but uh, gee, the winner's a nice horse, and I can absolutely see him winning at Melton, Rob. Yeah, look, it was a, a lovely win. Uh, he got the job done. Uh, he's a six year old by Auckland Reactor out of uh, Expersay, and uh, well done to Alex Ashwood. And once again, uh, he was part of that Trots Vision coverage on Thursday night uh, that we hosted here from Melton, and we caught up uh, with him, Jason Bonington, at uh, Mildura. And he gave out a couple of tips at both one, and one of them was Accelerate, and uh, it led all the way, controlled the race, won quite easily, uh, defeating Malibu Jack, who sat behind the leader, was given every chance. Art of Shang Lee also did some work to try to get outside the leader and, and did a good job battling on from one too many into fourth place and it wasn't suited off the second row and Pocket the Deal was chasing as well. Uh, there was a couple of uh, uh, treacherous, couldn't really get into it uh, after uh, being there early and then uh, Thomas Heights also did some work in the early part. The mile rate there was 157.9, uh, lead time 41, 31.7, 30.9, home in t- uh, 27.5 and 29.3, one by 12.5 metres. He's a lovely horse, as you mentioned, and, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how he goes moving forward and interested to hear what Alex had to say there and felt like he's a country cup horse and he got the job done impressively last night. Race 7, the Mallee Bearings, free for all, and this was an outstanding win, a track record win to the Emma Stewart trained and Mark Pitt driven, can't top this. And then Cool Rocking Daddy and seven metres away, Kalonia Terra. Third quarter was 28.2. Can't top this, gets away now. 12 metres in front, he's going well. Aussie Battler second. Bernie Winkle to third, starting a searching run around the field from Montana, but can't top this at the top of the straight, has raced away by 12. Bernie Winkle trying to get past Aussie Battler for second and third. Aussie Battler with the tongue out against the pegs, but what a win, can't top this. Can't top this with one of the wins of the carnival. You won't top that. Can't top this by 25 to Bernie Winkle. Four metres Aussie Battler third. That's right, it's probably really unheard of running them times. But, um, you know, I, I think this horse is a really strong horse, so I, I knew I had the horse under me, you know. Um, it was just whether the back markers could get into it or not, and they couldn't tonight. What's his best go going to be? Do you reckon he, he comes back here next year and wins the Mildura Cup instead? Because you talk about his strength, he seems like he's got that stamina, that depth. Is that going to be his go in life, you reckon? Yeah, look, I think it can be. Um, he could be back here next year. You know, there's a few few um, feature races probably for this horse, but um, I'm sure he won't be far away and he'll be back this time next year. 
Mark Pitt there, and of course it was only seven days ago, Rob, that um, Mark set a new record of wins for a driver in harness racing of nine, which I reckon is going to stand for quite some time, and he made it pretty e- look easy with Can't Top This. Yeah, look, the Emma Stewart stable uh, absolutely flying at the moment. These horses uh, are just going so well, and Mark Pitt, who continues to be driving in uh, unbelievable form, uh, mile rate of 155.1. It was a track record. He uh, worked to the lead and just kept running. He was just too good. It's as easy as that. Lead time 40.5, 31.2, 28.6, 28.3, and 28.1 home. Bernie Winkle, who had a nice trip, wasn't able to make any impression on Can't Top This into second spot. Aussie Butler tried to make a race of it coming around, battled on really well. I thought his run was very good. Mongiana uh, had a soft trip in behind him. And, uh, yeah, look, uh, what can you say? Can't Top This, outstanding. He's by Rock and Roll Heaven out of Tamara Hall. He's a five-year-old. He's had uh, That was his 23rd start, brought up his first uh, win for uh, this season. He was another horse that resumed in March. He hadn't raced since April last year and he ran some really big races as a younger horse and uh, looks like he's back uh, with a vengeance and looks like he's going to be winning plenty more races moving forward. Mark Pitt with a driving double and Emma Stewart trained three winners on the card. Well Rob, back to the first on the program and it was a bit of an upset result but it's not unusual for Michelle Phillips to be A driving a winner at Mildura uh, but certainly getting one up at odds and have a crack did, uh, did that around the $18 mark in race one. Yeah, good on Michelle. She uh, works really hard. She's uh, a, a regular that uh, is quite happy to get up to Mildura, takes a long trip up there, and she's a very hard, committed working girl, and uh, have a crack. Had a nice trip behind the leader, Loyola Rock and Roller, led in the race, looked like uh, it was still set for victory, but have a crack, who was behind the leader, was able to peel off, coming to the home turn, and was able to run down Loyola Rock and Roll into second spot. Third was Beza Bomber, Loyola Golf was uh, a fair way away fourth, and then come on Elvis, so when a mile rate of 158, uh, 12.8 lead time, 30.6 and 30.9 the first two quarters, home in 28.7 and 28.2. There was a head margin and have a crack as a seven-year-old, trained by Andrew Voslick, so well done to Andrew. He's uh, getting uh, his team back up and about and uh, he's a, he's been a consistent horse, have a crack. He's been around plenty of times, 110 starts, and he brought up his 12th win last night. Race two, and it was Aussie Daybreak. Um, it was tipped by Tim O'Connor. Tim was doing all the late mail selections on RSN and, and through Trots Vision as well, and gee, he was in good form for the week, and he, he tipped this one to everyone on track at around the, the $10 market started, Aussie Daybreak, and it didn't have much luck the previous run, but might have got a little bit of luck go its way when the favourite galloped on the turn, Rob. Yeah, look, uh, well done to Aussie Dave. Well done to Tim. It's good to see he's tipping well and uh, he's uh, doing a great job too. Uh, Noel Cameron was a trainer of Aussie uh, Daybreak and Dwayne Locke, who's another regular, uh, getting home there at $10 and uh, he did the job uh, well to defeat Bol Gary into second spot uh, for Lockie Prothero and Neil McCallum. Third was Fragmental for Vaughan Newman and Nathan Jack and fourth home was uh, Mustang Max. Uh, the favourite in the race was Ashford Secret who was leading down the back straight and uh, then put in a bad bubble and uh, finished at the tail of the field and Aussie Daybreak uh, was able to go away and win and win well. Uh, mile rate there was 21.6, 13.3 the lead time, 31.4, 31.6 the first two quarters, home in 28.9 and 30.1 and Aussie Daybreak who's a four-year-old by dawn of a new day got the job done uh, out of Miss Laura Jane who of course uh, was a lovely mare and uh, looks like Aussie Daybreak uh, will be able to uh, hopefully go on and win some more races around the Sunrise area. 
Race three, a popular win and another win for the uh, Club 21 uh, syndicate with uh, the Falcon Prince, a horse that had taken a while before he broke through, but he's actually been going really well and it was a tough win. He had to spend some fuel in the early stages of the race, but was still strong and a dominant winner of race three, Rob. Yeah, I'm sure uh, yourself and the team, uh, everyone involved, your wife uh, who bred uh, the Falcon Prince out of Western Gretel. She was a good mare for your family, wasn't she, Dan? Yeah, she certainly was, and it was only an injury. She fell at uh, Melton one night, and anyway, we uh, we kept her going, and uh, yeah, the Falcon Prince has uh, provided a really good result for everyone. He, he took a while to win a race, but he's now won uh, he's now won two races, and and there was a handful of, uh, of the owners on track last night, and they had a wonderful experience. Ah, oh, the Cranbourne Club Twenty One Limited are having a, a fantastic time. I've been uh, calling their horses winning at Cranbourne for the last few weeks, and uh, they've taken the Falcon Prince, who went up uh, with Bulletproof Boy as a bit of a travelling companion. And I'm sure for those uh, people from the group that uh, travelled up to Mildura would have had a wonderful week. And the Falcon Prince, as you said, it's taken a while to win uh, one race. Now he's won two. He went a mile rate of one fifty eight five, twelve point three lead time, twenty eight five, thirty one five, twenty nine five, thirty point one home. Defeating Mods, Ray's Daughter third, Money Making Monkey finished fourth in the race and then Love Yourself fifth. But the Falcon Prince, a very popular win. Can't help but laugh every time we hear the name Money Making Monkey. Uh, I reckon it's a ripper name, Rob. It ended up running fourth there, but it's, it's, a, it's a ripper name. Um, we've had a look at races uh, four, uh, five, six, seven and eight. So to wrap up the last three races on the program, the third last and... We talk about popular wins. Deakin Avenue is the, the uh, main, uh, the name of the main street in uh, in Mildura, and and Frankie Cavallaro too. Uh, he is a legend up this way, and uh, just the Cavallaro name and the association with Mildura is legendary. And it was uh, a double for Alex Ashwood on the night, and Deakin Avenue uh, bolted in. I did, and again, that was another one that was uh, tipped on the Thursday night from Alex Ashwood on the Trots Vision coverage. And Deacon Avenue, as you said, a very popular win. Frank Cavallaro, I mean, he's a, a much-loved man and uh, a very popular win. I'm sure he would have had a big smile on his face because he's a pretty happy-go-lucky man and haven't seen him for a little while, but well done to him and uh, well done to Alex Ashwood, who had a, a fantastic night there. Uh, he sat behind the leader and he was able to get out at the right time and he, he whizzed past him and came away for a really good win. Long-tan Casanova who led in the race, uh, was second. Uh, Hopper's Dream, third. Uh, Senior Beach, uh, fourth. And then Good On You, finishing fifth. Lead time there was 43. 31-5, mile rate of 2-1-1, and Deacon Avenue, a five-year-old mare by Shadow Play, bringing up uh, a nice little win in her uh, very short career. That was her second win from six starts. Race number 10, and Leah Miller, Gary Donaldson, had a winner uh, the previous night as well, so it was a, a very fruitful uh, trip up to Mildura, Gary Donaldson, and with James Herbertson too, uh, ended up running the favourite Leah Miller, just needed a run, and uh, he got out in plenty of time. Yeah, started the dollar seventy favourite. Well done to Gary. He's uh, another uh, great uh, man from harness racing. He's been involved in so many different aspects of the game. Uh, James Herbertson, who'd been a little bit cooked during the week, uh, made the trip there to, to get the win. And she was crossed at the start. Just Cappy led in the race uh, after Major Mel galloping at the start. And uh, Just Cappy set a pretty, uh, well, was trying to be well controlled, got a bit keen there for Danielle Hill, but Liam Miller was able to get out in time and, and run it down. Yours and mine, who was back last, uh, ran on well for third. Major Mel 
He's just been a bit of a naughty horse lately, and uh, he's finishing fourth from Wilshield Boulevard. They went a mile rate of 158.5, 12.1 lead time, 30.8, 30.5, 28.6, and 29.8 home. And, uh, Rob, the last event on the program, um, it's certainly one of the shortest price favourites for the week was Lightning Dan, and... Gee, I tell you what, if you took the shorts, I don't know at any stage you would have felt ultra comfortable. Got the job done, but uh, it was hard. he made hard work of it. Yeah, well, he was a bit lucky at the start when White Fling was able to get across and then gallop and nearly poleaxed half of him. But Lightning Dan was able to sort of manoeuvre past it. But, yeah, he wasn't that impressive, but he got the job done, I suppose. But if you took the dollar twelve, you wouldn't have been feeling that well. Um, but he got the, got the job done. Mile rate 159.5, 42 lead time. 32-2 the first quarter, 30.6, 28-4 and 29-4. Uh, Heaven Attracts finishing second for Vince Vallelonga and Ryan Sanderson. Third was my superannuation and Toby O'Gara into fourth placing. And as I mentioned, a mile rate there of 159.5. And topping up a very successful week for the Emma Stewart and Mark Pitt uh, week. It's been uh, a, a sheer dominance all over uh, Australia. It certainly has. Both set new national marks uh, with uh, wins at a race meeting. Emma with uh, nine last week in Launceston and Mark with nine uh, last week in Launceston. They've continued on their good form. Two winners for Mark Pitt, three winners for Emma Stewart last night. Also a double to uh, Alex Ashwood. It was a terrific uh, program. You'll be at uh, Cranbourne a little later on this afternoon with a nine-event card. Rob. Yeah, looking forward to it. You make sure you drive home safely, Dan, and uh, we'll catch up with you in the next couple of days. And Rob, happy harnessing.